BCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on Crosstalk here on VCY America. Crime and violence are escalating across the nation. Let me mention just a few cities. Seattle, Minneapolis, Chicago, Washington, D.C., Portland, Oregon. In Philadelphia, the city witnessed 750 shootings during the summer of 2022 alone. Can you grasp that? Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love had this number of shootings, 750 shootings during the summer of 2022 alone. Yet the Daily Wire just a couple weeks ago referred to Philadelphia as not only being the birthplace of liberty, but now as a cesspool of murder. According to the Metropolitan Crime Commission, the city of New Orleans has been declared the murder capital of the United States for the first half of 2022. The headlines over the past few days are troubling. This one from Fox News. North Carolina shooting leaves five dead, including off-duty police officer, suspect in custody. From Western Journal, two fathers shoot each other's daughters amidst road rage gunfight, shot everything that was in the magazine. Friends, it's not just shootings, murders, knifings, carjackings, reckless driving or vandalism, but just the news also reported an epidemic of child sex crime in K-12, with one arrest per day so far this year. Think about that. From just the news, with nearly 270 public educators arrested on child sex-related crimes in the first nine months of 2022. This is largely hidden in a widespread epidemic that is receiving far too little attention. The crimes range from grooming to raping underage students. According to Fox News, arrested have been four principals, two assistant principals, 226 teachers, 20 teachers' aides, and 17 substitute teachers. All over the country, record violence is unfolding. Violence is not only hitting large metropolitan areas, but even in rural communities. The question on everyone's mind is, why is this happening, and how can we stop the violence? With us in studio today, we welcome back Pastor Curtis McMiller, pastor of the Heritage Baptist Church in Kenosha, Wisconsin, since the year 2001. He's also the speaker in the radio program, Answer the Call, which airs on WVCY-FM radio. Pastor, thank you for joining us here today. Thank you for having me, Jim. Pastor, this is some pretty heavy information to start this program today, and I know people all over this nation are concerned, and I know you're concerned as well. Yes, it it seems as though we're we're being uh, bombarded, inundated with so much crime all across our country, and uh, I mean where where I go, the people that I affiliate with, uh, they they're they're just shocked at uh, what we're hearing in the news, what we what we uh, see on our streets, and uh, while it's it's just at this at this moment in the history of our country. Um, you know, it just we just wonder what in the world is going on. Yeah, indeed. And I mean, you saw your own city, the city of Kenosha, that was uh, impacted by the the, the rooting, the arson, the the, the violence. Yes. Uh, it's 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 not a pretty picture when it happens to your own town, is it? No, it's not. Uh, and of course, I still recall the day that I had uh, been given the call that evening uh, concerning what what took place involving. Uh, those, those, that situation that sparked all of the mayhem, and uh, and then the the next couple of days going downtown and viewing the destruction and and the chaos that uh, that occurred as an after effect uh, with the Jacob Blake shootings, uh, it's still all of that is still fresh in my mind, and it's just amazing that uh, our city suffered so much uh, that uh, that particular evening, and uh, uh, my prayers that that will not be repeated again. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, many wonder, why is this happening? Why do we have this problem with violence? We're going to be looking at solutions later in the program, but let's first of all d- discuss and discover why this is happening. And I know you've you've thought this through. You have preached it through as well. And uh, help us understand why is this happening in our society? Well, uh, just, just from my personal observation and the observation of the Scriptures, I've concluded that there are five reasons why we have the, the issues that we're facing at this moment. And, and uh, I just want to give these to you quickly uh, from, from what I've gathered. Number one, 
I've, I've concluded that there's obviously a departure from purity. Uh, we even just some of the stories that you mentioned to us at the introduction of the program. Uh, it is a reflective of what the Bible says would happen. Proverbs chapter fourteen thirty four says, "Righteousness exalteth the nation, but sin is a reproach to any people." And because today we've gotten away from purity, we've gotten away from righteousness. Is it any wonder? while we have the chaos that we have in, in our communities, in our streets, in our societies, and, and in our neighborhoods. And so uh, that's one of the reasons why we have the, what we have today. You know, we're calling evil good and good evil. Isaiah the prophet warned about that as well. Yes. Yes, when, when you have a, a, a group of people whose, whose ideology is bent on, on turning, uh, you know, those things that we hold dear uh, upside down, uh, you're, you're going to have the, the, the repercussions that we've suffered. Uh, you know, if a person calls good evil and evil good, is, is there any wonder why we, we have what we have at mm-hmm. this moment? Right. Uh, and, and the church is supposed to be a lighthouse. We're supposed to be the salt uh, of the earth, and, and we should be exposing the darkness. And uh, uh, we should be the ones standing up saying that, hey, wait a minute, we need to turn this thing, you know, right side up instead of upside down. And so. Um, uh, but it's it's true. When we get away from God's word, uh, wickedness will be prevalent in our society, and we see that today. And so, so number one, I, I see a departure from purity. Number two, I, I see this delay in punishment. Uh, we 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 know that based on our nightly news, that crime is at an at an all time high, and it's uh, it's amazing. Even as you read one of the stories, where you had these two fathers that were shooting at each other. And both of them, both daughters were were shot. Um, it's 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 a shame. Now you can't also to add to that, uh, you can't even go into certain neighborhoods without the fear of being attacked. And, and not to mention this this uh, over seven hundred shootings. Uh, you know, in the in the city of brotherly love. I mean, this is this is mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, but again, why is this? It's because there's a delay in punishment. Ecclesiastes eight eleven says because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily. Therefore, the hearts of the son of men are fully set in them to do evil. When, when perpetrators, lawbreakers of crimes are not, uh, the justice system is not fulfilling their responsibility, then you're going to have more crime on the streets. We're seeing a lot of uh, a, a turnstile approach to, to, to crime and violence where somebody will perpetrate this crime, go through the turnstile to go into the uh, the jail system only to be released to go through over and over again. And, Pastor, one of the things that we're seeing through, through the auspices of the district attorneys that have been put into power, uh, in, into their positions across this nation by those of... Uh, like uh, George Soros funding, so to speak, uh, we're seeing that people are not even held accountable for the crimes that they that they are committing. Well, yeah, uh, we we have a soft on crime uh, uh, law enforcement agent, and again, many of our district attorneys are bought and paid for. And you mentioned George Soros, who has been a a proponent for uh, uh, changing the, the the fabric of America. And uh, and again, yeah, as 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 uh, as our society uh, seems to uh, gravitate and have a sympathetic heart towards these criminals, us law abiding citizens, we're saying that, hey, you know, we something needs to be done about this. And this this turnstile, as you indicate, uh, system um, is is there any wonder why now we have we have 12, 13, 14 year old. Uh, kids committing adult style crimes because they know uh, that because of their age, they, you know, they're going to be let loose uh, within a matter of hours. And now we even have some adults that are released in a matter of hours. And again, because, because uh, uh, this, you know, perpetrators, the the response is not such that they're being charged for these crimes it's in their hearts to do evil. They're, they're going to continue down that road. And this is going to take us to your third point here, which is the the depravity of politicians. Yes, the depravity of politicians. This, this again, too, and, and, and the Bible says that if a ruler hearken to lies, all of his servants are wicked. That's Proverbs chapter 29, verse 12. What does that mean? That means that if those who are leader in leadership, if, if they are more in tune to following after lies, is it any wonder uh, that those who are under them also 
promote the lie. And and yeah, we have we have politicians again, bought and paid for politicians, individuals who who have developed this 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 mindset that what we what needs to happen is is we need to go soft on crime. We need to pass legislation, whether it's a woke agenda, whether it's a transgender uh, agenda. We need to we need to uh, change America. And as a result of this, we we see. Uh, that uh, this and again, this this moves into the moral fiber of our the moral fabric of our nation. And so um, but again, uh, we have politicians. In fact, I, I know that in, in Illinois, uh, they they're getting ready to pass this. Uh, well, it will go into effect in January. Uh, legislation was called no bail uh, crimes. You you commit a crime. There's no bail. You can you can get out. Of, it's like a get out of jail free type situation. And and why is this? It's because of legislation that, that's written by politicians. There's another piece of legislation where they want transgendered ladies to go in public topless. And if you say anything against that, then then you're you know you're you're a racist or you're a bigot because you're discriminating against the transgender movement. And and in my mind, uh, you know, a, a woman going topless that's that's public indecency, you know, and we have laws against that. And so so and again, a lot of the legislation that we have coming down the pipe is written by people whose hearts are bent against uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. We're discussing here today with Pastor Curtis McMiller how to stop the violence, and we're looking at the causes here to begin with, the departure from purity, the delay of punishment, the depravity of politicians. What's your fourth point? My fourth one here, and this is probably one of the big elephants in the room as we think about our society, the dereliction of parents. Uh, we have parents who have uh, cast off their responsibility of raising their children, and they've given that authority, that responsibility over to whether it's government, uh, whether it is uh, uh, the uh, the entertainment industry, whether it is, uh, uh, you know, people on the street, whether it's even people involved in gang activity. And and it's, it's sad because, again, God has given those parents that that beautiful uh, baby to raise and to to train and the nurture and admonition of the mm-hmm. Lord to grow that little one up so that they may become a part of our society and become productive in our society. Uh, yet, because we have parents today that have shirked that responsibility, we have kids now growing up without a without a parent. In some cases, there's only one parent in the home, and and the results is such that we have kids raising kids. It's it's a tragedy. You know, when I read the Bible. I read about how David as a king uh, had some good qualities, but one of his bad qualities was his negligence to to have that be the example for his kids. And and and, you know, parents, your responsibility is to see is to your child first. That is your responsibility. And and all the other things, you know, pursuing a career and things like that. I'm for that. But that's not at the sake of causing your kids to be raised by other people. Is any Amen. wonder why we have kids these days that are positioning themselves so that they, they become uh, criminals in society rather than those that would look up to authority figure and say, hey, I want to be like that person there. We're going to take a break right here. Pastor Curtis McMiller with us in Crosstalk today. How to stop the violence. First of all, looking at the reasons why we're in the mess that we're in today. And we'll be back with more discussion after the break. This is Crosstalk on VCY America. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, president, author, and creation seminar speaker with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, was the ark big enough to carry all the animals that needed to be on board? Most assuredly, it was, Chris. The ark was even bigger than it needed to be. Carefully estimating how many different kinds of animals there were before the flood and the average size, we see that the ark was more than sufficient for the task. In fact, it probably could have carried many more animals. I suspect that it also could have carried many more humans, too. But they had all rejected God's offer to repent and get on board. They died in the flood, but there was room on board. Chris, we don't know all the details about the flood, but those that we do know fit very nicely into the back to Genesis truth of creation and the flood. To learn more about creation, get our free DVD called That's a Fact. Visit our web store at icr.org store and use the promo code FACT at the checkout when ordering your That's a Fact DVD.
You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Pastor Curtis McMiller is with us today from Heritage Baptist Church, Kenosha, Wisconsin, discussing how to stop the violence. And uh, friends, we're talking about why this is happening, why we are in the shape we are as a nation right now. Uh, pastors already talked about the departure from purity, the delay of punishment, the depravity of politicians. We're discussing his fourth point right now, that it, the uh, dereliction of parents. And, uh, Pastor, uh, when Scripture tells us to bring our children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, that involves giving instruction to our children, but also to be to ensure that our children carry out that instruction. So discipline is part of this as well. And uh, we're in a society today where we don't like that word, discipline, so so very often. But is that not a part of that instructional process as well? Yes. The, the Bible says foolishness abounds in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive it far away from him. Uh, in other words, God makes it clear that, and all of us who are adults, we, we needed that, that structure, that discipline in our lives mm-hmm. in order for us to understand that, hey, there's a line drawn, and if you cross that line, you're going to have to deal with the repercussions to come behind it. And so in our society today, it frowns on discipline. In fact, if, if a parent wants to correct their child for doing something wrong, many times, uh, individuals want to call the authorities and they call, they scream child abuse, child abuse. Well, because parents now felt intimidated by having law enforcement agents come to their home, they just cast cast that responsibility mm-hmm. said, well, we won't correct our kids. And we see the fruit of that today. There's one other aspect of this, too, and that is uh, with the social media and stuff going on here today and kids got their phones and their thumbs are going constantly in the texting and so forth. Uh, and also coming coming with that is some of the the violent video games or or the, the this music that will uh, inspire uh, rebellion as well. Many times a parent will say, "Well, if you're going to listen to that, go in your room. I don't want to hear it. You just go in your room and close the door." Mm-hmm. Isn't that also a dereliction of parenting as well by giving permission for this activity to continue on, but just do it behind a closed door? Sure. When when you when you give your child the green light to view material that is going to sow a seed of bitterness and anger and hatred and resentfulness in them. And, you know, as we think in terms of of these video games, is it any wonder why it is? Again, these kids are we have kids killing parents and we have kids killing each other. Uh, But but again, that is dereliction that what the parent needs to do is say, hey, look, you know, we're not going to put up with this. That is not allowed in mm-hmm. our house. We have better plans for you. Uh, you know, uh, Jeremiah said that that I know the plans, God speaking through him, I know the plans, the mm-hmm. thoughts that I have towards you, thoughts of good, not of evil, to give you an expected end. As a parent, it is our responsibility to, to, to nurture our child and groom our child so that they can become successful in society. It's not the responsibility of ABC and CBS and NBC and, 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 and you know, BET and, and MTV. And, 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 you know, it's not their responsibility to raise our kids. It's our responsibility. It's parents' responsibility to take a hold of that child and groom them and train them in a way that they ought to go. And by, by being more of a friend to them instead of being a parent to them, is it any wonder why we have, again, kids that, that don't know any authority figure? They see a police officer and they think that he's the bad guy when police officers are there for their protection. Pastor, we could spend an entire program on every one of these points that we've talked about, but we're going to move on to point number five that you have on the uh, why this is happening. Point number five is this this disconnect of certain preachers, certain pastors. You know, I, I was um, I was listening to the debates uh, in Georgia uh, with uh, Mr. Warnock and and Mr. Herschel Walker, and and as I listened to that, and and I was I was amazed how here is a, a pastor of a church uh, that was defending abortion, and it it just it it blew my mind. That that this individual would say that that you know I'm not going to stand in between a woman's right and and the doctors and the operating room or whatever I'm going to leave that up to her. 
Well, well, can I say this? As a pastor, as a man of God, as a preacher Amen. of the gospel of Jesus Christ, he knows full well that God is on the side of life. God is pro-life. Amen. God is not pro-death. And it's amazing that we have preachers in our country that believe just like Warnock, that believes that it's okay if a woman wants to murder her baby. That's, that's legalized murder no matter how you look at it. And it's, it, uh, it's just... Uh, yeah, we have we have the we have preachers today who have this disconnect when it comes to the word of God. And and then we wonder why it is we have many men that refuse to go to church. They believe if I go to church that that preacher up there, he's going to side, uh, you know, he's he's going to come from an angle that's not even biblical based on what he's observed that male has observed in other you know, churches growing up. So, but but yeah, we have a, a big disconnect. Preachers are supposed to be uh, the, the 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 individuals whose ears are to the ground and whose heart is in connection with the Lord Jesus Christ, and they're supposed to expose the darkness. They're supposed to expose the wickedness, rather than endorse it and say that it's okay. Pastor Curtis McMiller with us here today. We're going to be looking at some solutions, folks. We, we've got a big problem. There's, you know, we, we don't listen to a newscast without knowing we've got a problem going on today. But I first, I'm going to have us look at some of the solutions our society is trying to come up with this and then also look at it from a biblical perspective. Uh, Pastor, we see the, the, the problems. We see the severity of what's happening in society is only getting worse. It's getting more intense. But as we look at some solutions, um, we'll look at the spiritual side here momentarily. But the, but uh, our society today pins the blame on social injustice or economic injustice. Could, could you address this? Well, as we think about these excuses that they're giving to cover up the, the problems that we have in our country, you know, the answer is not more money. Uh, the answer is Jesus Christ. Mm. And and Amen. let me let me just say this in addition to, you know, as we think about what these excuses that they're giving, you know, a, a good chunk, a good uh, slice of the crime that we have today, if we were to categorize it, much of the crimes are com- that we see in our in our day are committed by black males. And and why is this? Well, it, I mean, there, there are multiple reasons why. But as I can think of a few, many of these crimes are conducted in, in many of your urban areas, your 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 metropolitan areas and 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 more blacks live in your metropolitan areas rather than your rural areas. And and so living in in, in those big pop, largely populated areas, we have homes in the black culture where again there's only one parent in the home and 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 so we have mothers raising two and three and four kids and 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 passing on to that kid uh, you know, this mindset of where the answer is from government, the answer is not from government. Yes, the right. answer is from the word of God. And until we get back mm-hmm. to the word of God, you can you can put your money there. You can talk about education. I'm for education. But we have some of the most educated criminals that ever walked on the face of the earth. We got to get back to Jesus Christ. We got to because the word of God is that is that buffer that's going to to hold back the forces Amen. of wickedness. And and again, you can come up with your social programs, you can come up with your, your government programs, but look around you. They've tried that, and it has failed on every angle, every side. Gun control? Some are saying that's the answer to all this violence in our society. No, no. Gun con- when we speak about firearms, firearms is there for our protection. Well, and people say, well, well the, you know, we, we hear it in the news, this shooting, that shooting, that shooting. Yeah, those shootings were made by the, 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 these were criminals that 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 pull that trigger. A gun left to itself is not going to harm anybody. Plus, a gun left to a law abiding citizen, they're, they're going to use that gun for protection or for hunting. When people break the law and a gun is involved, it's not the gun's fault. It's the person behind the trigger's fault. And this this is spawned from the heart. The Bible says that the heart is deceitful yes. and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Pastor McMiller with us here today on Crosstalk. So let's, uh, wow, the clock is moving on us. Let's talk about uh, solutions, uh, spiritual solutions to all of this. And I know you've come up with three of them. So let's let's talk about them. What's your first? Well, three solutions, I believe, that will remedy what we're facing today. Number one, we as, as you heard me throughout this broadcast, we got to get back 
to the Word Amen. of God. Amen. So number one is the Word. You know, Jim, Brother Jim, the Bible says when in, in Acts chapter 2, when the disciple, when the apostles were, were filled with the Spirit of God and they preached the gospel, and the Bible says that 3,000 souls were saved, the Bible also said that before those individuals would respond to the gospel, we read this in verse number uh, chapter 2, verse 37, the Bible says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? When they heard Peter preach that message, the senses or the masses, the people that were there, they were saying, What shall we do? We're sinners. We're, and, and then he said, Hey, he said, Receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And after that, the Bible tells us people were saved. You see, we got to get back to the Word of God. That's the only thing that can turn this around. That's one of the solutions. Number two, we need to we need to be willing to work. Now, what does this mean? Well, one of the one of the statements that was that was made uh, that one of the causes to the problem was that we we had we have these politicians that uh, that have been embraced this this woke ideology and this. This this uh, this ideology that's moving our country away from God. We need to elect men and women that are God fearing men and women that know Jesus as their Savior, that are concerned about the old red, white, and blue, and that are willing to say that look, I, I'm willing to go out here into the political arena and and serve for a brief time in human history to do my part to turn this nation around. It's going to take work. Nehemiah four six says, and the people. The people had a mind to work. We need men and women that's willing to work. And then lastly, we need a witness. We need for God's people to rise up out of their shell and boldly stand for that which is right. The Bible says in Acts 4.13, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. That's what our our society needs to see men and women that are sold out for the cause of Christ, they are willing to to let people know that, hey, we're here, we're standing for what's right. It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they pour on us. We're going to stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Pastor McMiller with us here today on Crosstalk. And uh, we find the the solution here being the word, the work, the witness. And Pastor has been repeating uh, many scriptures through all of this. But sometimes we have churches that said, well, if I preach it that way, preacher, they won't come into my doors here. Uh, doctrine divides. We don't, we don't, you know, we need to be unified. Well, let me say this. You preach that way, God will bring people to your church. Mm. Uh, you may not have a, a big church. You may not be running two, three, four, five thousand or more. But but here's the thing. God is looking for somebody to stand. Amen. And God will bring. There are people that are looking for churches that are willing to stand for that which is right. Churches that where the preacher has not compromised the message. He's not watered down his convictions. He is concerned about this country. He's concerned about winning souls to Jesus Christ. You take a stand like that, God will send people your way. Amen. We're going to take a quick break here. And uh, what is the responsibility of the church? What is the responsibility of believers in this matter here of uh, how to stop the violence? We'll be back in just one minute. This is Crosstalk coming your way from the VCY America Network. If you're like most individuals, you look forward to your vacation. Many will take great effort to consider a destination the family will enjoy, what to do, where to stay, and what highways to take to get there. Sadly, most people spend more time planning their one-week vacation than they do preparing for eternity. The Bible says our life is but a vapor. None of us has the promise of tomorrow, and our eternal destiny is sealed at death. Wouldn't it be wise to investigate these things? That's the purpose of the book, Preparing for Eternity. In this book, author Mike Gendron contrasts the truth of God's Word with the teachings and traditions he was taught for over 30 years in the Roman Catholic Church. He found that eternal life is not merited by good works, but is given freely by God's grace to those who put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as their all-sufficient Savior. 
The book, Preparing for Eternity, is available for a donation of $17 or more to VCY America by calling 1-800-729-9829. How to Stop the Violence, our topic today on Crosstalk. With us is Pastor Curtis McMiller, pastor of Heritage Baptist Church, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Uh, their website is heritagebaptistkenosha.com, heritagebaptistkenosha.com. And uh, Pastor, just before we continue with this topic here today, I know that you've got a passion in your heart for men to be men, and you are actually holding a conference coming up at your church called the Mighty Man's Conference. Uh, give us a word about that, if you would. Yes, Jim. We have a special conference uh, that is scheduled for October the 29th. That's a Saturday, and that's going to run from 10 a.m. until 3 p.m. We have three keynote speakers that will be speaking uh, on the subject, setting the record straight. Uh, we have uh, Pastor Dean Noonan uh, from the Faith Baptist Church uh, there in Oak Creek. We have uh, Brother Wayne Walters. He is a conference speaker from Grand Rapids, Wisconsin, or Grand Rapids, Michigan. And we have uh, Pastor Lampton Liddell. He pastors a church in, in Inglewood, Illinois, right outside of Chicago. Uh, he pastors the New Eaton Baptist Church. These are three men we're going to have. We're going to have a meal at noon. We're going to have a question-answer session following. And uh, for every preacher that attends the services, we'll be giving out the uh, the newest book from Erwin Lutzer. And uh, we're just going to have ourselves a time. And uh, we're going to be talking about setting the record straight concerning Christian school, concerning the church, and concerning our nation. Amen. Amen. How can our listeners get more information on that? They can they can go to our, our website um, and uh, Heritage Baptist Kenosha, uh, dot org, uh, or they can give us a call. Our phone number is 262-654-4665. Um, and uh, we also I know we have uh, we have our website. They can go there, get the information from there. We have other other venues also, but those are the. The, uh, the best way to reach us. Great. Again, that's 262-654-4665 for that uh, Mighty Men's Conference coming up October 29. Uh, we were talking about uh, the solutions to all of this, and uh, yet many people say, yeah, I know the word, the work, the witness you, that you talked about here today. I'm just one person. I'm just a believer in Christ. How can I impact this issue? How do you see the responsibility of individual believers? How do you see the responsibility of the church to address this issue? Well, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 4, the Bible says, They that forsake the law. In other words, those who have decided to say, We don't want to have anything to do with God's word. Then the Bible says, Praise the wicked. And we see that today. We see people today who've turned their back on God's word. They don't want to have anything to do with God, so they gravitate towards wickedness and wicked people. But then that verse says this, but such as keep the law or those that are willing to follow the law and, and do the word of God, live the word of God, it says contend with them. And so in other words, when we encounter people that, that want to fight against right, God says that we have a responsibility to contend with them, to let them know that, hey, we're going to take a stand against your wickedness. We're going to stand for right. We're going to stand for truth. We're going to stand for God. And that is, that is, that's a command mm-hmm. from God's word. We must do that. So if you're just one person, uh, let me just say to you, then you need to stand where you are. You say, well, I'm in a church that's, that's not standing. Then you go up to your preacher and you say, Pastor, we need to stand for what's right. We're, we got to, we got to boldly stand for Christ. And if he's not willing to do that, then you need to find a church that's standing for that which is right. Do you believe the church as a whole across this nation is willing to do that? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, I believe we have pastors, not, I would like to say yes, but the truth is we have pastors in my mind that are not pastors. They occupy a position in a church and 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 because they see the church as nothing more than just a position, uh, they're not able to, you know, to to really preach according to God's word, thus saith the Lord. 
and they preach, and, you know, the Bible says, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heed to themselves teachers having itching ears. And we see, and, and they shall be turned away from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. Paul, uh, Paul mentioned that that's where we are today. We have people that are teachers, but they're not God's preachers. And, and that's the admonition Paul gives to Timothy, preach yes. the word. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, rebuke, re- exhort, rebuke with all long suffering and doctrine for the town will come right. when they will not endure right. sound doctrine. That was a command that Paul gave to young Timothy because he knew that that town would come. Folks, we are in that time we now. We are. And because what precedes that is this know also in the last days perilous time shall come. So, yes. friends, when you look at what's going around us, we see the violence, the mayhem, all that's going on. Yes. Okay, that solution, as Paul told Timothy, Centuries ago, preach the word. Yes. Proclaim biblical truth. And we, we need preachers uh, that will, will get back to the Bible. Amen. We'll get back to the word of God. And if you are God's man, when you read God's word, his, Jeremiah said that his word is like a fire in my bones. It's going to stir you up. And you're going you're gonna to have a desire to get the gospel to your people, to take the gospel outside of the four walls and 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 we and we need the and and why is our nation the shape is because the church has 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 backed down from that which is right has has said we're not we're as hands off we're not going to take a stand church it's time for you to wake up friends we're going to open our phone lines if you have a question for pastor mcmiller on something he said here today or just a brief comment our phone number here 800-733-9829 that's 1-800 733-9829. How to Stop the Violence, our topic here today on Crosstalk. Again, they've got a conference coming up at their church, October 29. Go to heritagebaptistkenosha.com, and you'll find more information there, heritagebaptistkenosha.com, and, uh, or you may call 262-654-4665. Our phone line is open here, and I see several lines ringing right now. Friends, uh, your reaction to what Pastor has said. Maybe you've got a question regarding something that he has laid out for us here or a brief comment. Our telephone number, you can jot it down at 800-733-9829. That's 800-733-9829. One more question before we get to the phone lines here, Pastor. If we fail to take heed to this message, what's going to be the result? Well, the the result is we will have more chaos in our country. Uh, the generation under us will fall um, under the leadership of whatever the society puts out there, whether it's socialism, whether it's, you know, communism. Um, and the church will be shut down. Uh, the church, like in, in China and other places, will be forced to go underground and— um, you know, people will look back and and they'll say, wow, we, we blew it. We yeah. blew it. But uh, if there are God-fearing preachers like this one and, and programs like this one that's willing to stand up, I don't think it's too late. I, I think that, that we, we're, we're positioned to, uh, to impact others for Christ while we can. Let's begin with a caller from Racine, Wisconsin. Rick, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, Jim. I just want to thank you and Pastor for, uh, you know, preaching the truth. I listen to VCY every day, and uh, I agree with you guys 100%. It's, uh, we need the truth to be uh, preached. Amen. Great. Thank you for the comment. Uh, Zach is next. Hi, Zach. You're on the air. Hi. I just wanted to say um, it's important to police ourselves responsibly, because if we don't, I think someone else will come along and uh, that might not um, have good intentions um, and, you know, and just be a, a poor uh, enforcement of power, um, and uh, uh, pastor on here talks about. Well, you got to go march in and talk to your pastor um, about uh, 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 our issues going on, and and I've gone and done that, and yet all I've gotten is um, he just uh, beats beats me down, pushes me back, and doesn't even uh, uh, want to talk about it. Uh, censors the church. You know, we censor ourselves, and and right now I'm currently looking for a a good leader and a pastor. Um, and I uh, just there's been a lot of chaos with uh, what's gone on the last couple of years with COVID. Um, so it's been a little hard to find. But uh, uh, 
I thought just thought your your guys' message was really good today. Mm-hmm. Pastor, a comment. Well, you know, I encourage you uh, to look for a church again that's that's willing to stand uh, for number one, seeing people saved. That's that's why we exist. Our purpose is to lead others to Christ, but also that you know that's twofold, right? We where where God has allowed us to be born in this God blessed country, and and God has given the responsibility, you know, to I believe the church. Uh, to be the watchman on the wall, and uh, I encourage you to look for a church. Uh, you know, I, I don't know where you live. We're in Kenosha. Uh, our address is 2313 17th Avenue, uh, and I encourage you to come and pay us a visit. Uh, you'll you'll hear me preach, and you'll find out that, hey, that, that preacher's not willing to compromise. So, God bless you. Thank you for the call here, Zach. Yep, no problem. Let's see. Randy is our next caller. Randy, you're on the air. Hello, folks. I uh, appreciate you guys very much and listen often. And, of course, you've talked to you before, Jim, myself, and stuff. But then, Pastor McMillan, you too. I've talked to you both. I believe that the problem is the church, mm-hmm. and that the church is so slack and so lax and so putting up with the preaching wrong, preaching wrong doctrine. Um, there's just a lot of wolves out there, and uh, it's been taken over by the wolves, largely, and... Um, I was a Lutheran uh, for 34 years in 1973, 77, I finally left the Lutheran Church because all they have is love, and God is love, but he's also just. Mm-hmm. There's no justice. Mm-hmm. And we see the Lutheran Church today, the American Lutheran Church, there's two good synods that are halfway good, but the, yeah, the church is a problem, and, and, and in the wrong doctrine, they, they teach so much stuff that isn't biblical, and they, they deny that. A lot of the truths that are in Scripture. And it's just, I've, I've visited, I've combed Racine for churches. I've been to Pastor Miller's church. He preaches a solid, strong, good message. Um, but uh, this... It, uh, Ra- thank you, Randy. I, you, we've got your point. You've conveyed it well here. And uh, very frustrated here in, in uh, locating a church that's going to recognize, certainly, the importance of preaching the whole counsel of God here. Well, yeah, and I, I I think I recall. I think I know Randy. If 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 I can put a face with the with with the name, um, you know, it is true. There are churches out there. I'm I'm not I'm not going to condemn all of the churches. I I can't put all the churches in one category, but I can say that there's a good a good swap of them uh, that are not preaching the truth. Uh, but but again, I think we it needs to start with our desire to win souls. Mm. That's that's where it all starts at. And uh, you know, I'm I'm for doctrinal teaching, and, and of course we do that at our church. But let's lead people to Christ. Let's get the gospel to them. Thank you for the call here, Justin in Middleton. You're on the air. Hi guys, thanks for taking my call. And I just wanted to talk about. I'm just to agree with you, Pastor, in saying. Uh, just about the importance of, of God's Word and it being the foundation of our church and our, and our walks with the Lord. And I just think it's so important uh, that we do that. And um, I go back to these song lyrics from the 90s. There was a song that DC Talk um, uh, sang called Socially Acceptable. Um, and it just it talks about how uh, we've just um, normalized, um, you know, things that shouldn't be socially acceptable. Hmm. Um, and it says, you know, socially acceptable, it's okay, it's all right, socially acceptable, and, and it's okay in whose sight? And one last thing, you know, uh, the, another line says, you know, um, we've got to get back to the principles found in the Word, a little G-O-D, society's cure, for play, uh, pray for America, because time is slipping, you know, and that was back in the 90s, and we slipped even further. So thank you for taking my call. Thank you for your call here today. We have slipped even further. We'll be back in just one minute. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Now it has gone international. The sad video out of the Mid-South, where I live, of daycare workers putting on a scream horror mask and getting into the face and literally screaming in the face of little toddlers, and then chasing them around the room, horrifying them from one classroom to the other. As I said, the video has gone international. I talked to the sheriff's department for that county and was told last Friday that daycare has been closed while they're under investigation. But what does this say about our culture? What is happening to the children of America? Apparently, if they're not being aborted, they're being encouraged to be shot up with a COVID-19 shot, 
has had horrible effects on people of all ages. What has happened to the fact that we don't seem to value children? Jesus talked a lot about children, that the kingdom of heaven is filled with children. What it says about our culture is we're a debased culture that doesn't respect life or the little ones. How to stop the violence. Uh, Pastor, I've, what I'm hearing you say here today, we need to be light, we need to be salt, that twofold responsibility of believers. Yes, uh, you know, and, and one of the things we know about salt, salt irritates. Mm. Uh, you know, people, you tell the truth, people are going to get irritated, you know, but salt also preserves. It heals and as well. It heals, too, mm-hmm. and that's that's what our nation needs. We need, you know, we need that level, that amount of salt uh, so that we can do what we can to heal our country, to get our country back in good standings with God. And if the salt loses its savor, what is good for nothing. Yeah. John is our next caller. Hi, John, you're on the air. Hello, thank you so much, Pastor and James. As long as, in my mind, as long as you follow the Word of God, you cannot go wrong. It, it's ups and downs, but that Word is a rock. Mm-hmm. And the schools and the libraries, what they are doing to these children mm-hmm. borders on abuse. Mm-hmm. Any idiot with an IQ of 30 can see that. You, you wouldn't do that to your own children mm-hmm. unless you were sick. And people have called, uh, blame, blame the church, blame the church, blame yourself. Uh, after 9-11, everybody went to church. All of the church attendance was up. One month later, it was back to normal. And uh, I don't know if we have to go through something bad to come out good, but uh, this is getting to be like the Wild West. Thank you for your time and for your ministries. Great. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Yes, and... You know, one of the things the caller just indicated, he mentioned this um, comment about schools and, and what they're doing to our kids. You know, personally, I believe the, and a, a parent who would allow their, their child to, to be mutilated or be given these, these uh, blockers and things, mm-hmm. I, I call it child abuse. Yeah. I, I believe that the parents should be hauled away and, and dealt with. Uh, because a child, they don't know. They're, they're kids. They, they don't have that development, uh, you know, of, of what life is all about. And, and you have teachers that are, are perverted and, and, and following an agenda, uh, you know, and if you are at a school that's promoting this, I encourage you, get your kid out of there. Don't, don't have your kid subjected to that. Get your kid in a good Christian school or school that's not promoting any of this, this stuff. Kathy is next. Hi, Kathy, you're on the air. Yeah, I got a couple things. First of all, you talk about getting your kids out of public school. Some people cannot afford it. I hit a bunch of kids and I couldn't okay. afford it. But what I really called about was uh, something that we have to keep in mind is prayer. God says we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but we have to pray for our country. Yeah. And this, I think, is more important than anything. Yes, we have to be true to the Word of God. Don't get me wrong. We have to pray. Amen. Prayer is essential. I believe prayer is the very first step of concerning lines of defense. I believe we need to pray. That's that is something that we must do before we do anything. You know, above above all, uh, you know, prayer. You know, and uh, but the Bible obviously says, you know, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, and we we got to go forward as a soldier, a good soldier. Of Jesus Christ. And the reason why we have what we have today is because soldiers have gone AWOL. Uh, you know, one of the things you mentioned again, too, is about Christian school. I, I get it. You, you say, you know, it's too expensive. Well, you look at the you look at the other side of the spectrum when you see what happens, what's happening to your, your kids is, you know, I, I don't believe that you can put a price tag on education when it comes to what's happening in these public schools to these kids. So, that's that's where I stand on concerning that. Thank you for your call. Beth is next in West Dallas. You're on the air. Ah, yes, Pastor. I just have to say I heard you over, I think it was the weekend or late last week, regarding um, the sermons that you have in the morning and on VCY. And I have to say I was just so impressed with you. I, I usually am every time I hear you um, because you're standing up for truth. And, and it doesn't matter what people like or don't like because you're standing up for truth, and that's very admirable by you because there's so many people that kind of, you know, kind of tweak what they say because they don't want to offend anybody, but you're just in their face telling them the truth, and 
you know, to me, it's so refreshing because I'm so tired of some of these pastors dancing around with little nice words and whatever. I mean, you're just there saying the truth, being bold, and I so appreciate it, and I pray for you, and I just wanted to give you a shout-out of, you know, being a strong man that's serving God and spreading, you know, the gospel. I really appreciate you out there. I appreciate those words of encouragement. I I know that, um, you know, when God saved me, he put something in me, and I believe it's there in every person that, that receives Christ. Uh, you know, concerning preachers that are, you know, tap dancing around the issue, uh, I say show yourself a man. You know, be true to your calling. Take a stand. Uh, you know, do what's right. We need preachers that are willing to do what's right. It's it's not about money. It's not about numbers. It's about Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Beth. Shirley is next. You're on the air, Shirley. Hello, and thank you, Pastor, for your, your work and uh, the wonderful help you've given to uh, the true church today. Uh, I also called about prayer, and, and um, when I thought about, gee, i got to come up with another W, don't I, to add to, to make it a fourth. And you said the word, so I called it words. And the words that uh, go up to God's listening ear and come back to us in prayer. And I also, um, you know, I, I heard the, a prior caller call on prayer while I was waiting here on the phone. So I had called already. And um, I, I, I understand, too, what you're saying about sometimes, you know, people maybe say, well, just pray, you know, and, and it kind of gets them out of the more active involvement, like like you commented on. Uh, but uh, one, one uh, and, and I know we all believe that it's necessary and powerful, but one great thing is that it also uh, sweeps into the effort, maybe those people that might be in a hospital bed, but... Mm can do something really, Amen. really powerful to us. Uh, Thank you, Shirley. Amen. So Thank you. one more W for you if you can <laughs> Words, <that> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Shirley. Appreciate Amen. that. Yes. Uh, let's going to squeeze one last call in. Skip, we're down to 30 seconds. Go ahead with your comment. Yes. Yeah, I just wanted to say I appreciate BCY, what you do, what this pastor's doing. We need to let the church know that we need to quit mm-hmm. being pew-sitters and get out and be pew-go-getters. You go-getters. Amen. God bless you. Skip from Tucson, Arizona. Appreciate your call. Pastor Curtis McMiller with us here today. Again, for information on their church or Mighty Man's Conference coming up October 29, go to heritagebaptistkenosha.com, heritagebaptistkenosha.com. They're number 262-654-4665. Pastor, thank you for being with us here today. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Jim. Pastor Curtis McMiller here from Heritage Baptist Church. And folks, the topic here on the top on the program: how to stop the violence, and uh, went through reasons why and uh, how that uh, the trend can be changed. It's found in the Word of God. It's found in the words spoken to God. Certainly, the work and our witness. God bless you, folks. Thanks for joining us on Crosstalk. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the internet from BCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from crosstalkamerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.